Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. Hi, and welcome to the San Antonio Department of Parks and Recreation official Alamo tour. My name is Tina. This mission, the Alamo, from the Spanish word for cottonwood tree, was established in the year 1718. That was the same year that our lovely city was founded by the Spanish Expeditionary Force on the site of an Indian burial mound. This is one of my personal favorite parts of the tour. Please say hello to our residents, Pedro and his wife, Inez. Inez is holding a clay pot that she seems very proud of. She has carefully detailed it with lots of paint and glaze. And Pedro is working on an adobe. Can you say that with me? Adobe. Adobe. <laughs> we are now in the kitchen of the Alamo women. Here they are preparing many culinary delights of the Southwest. Do I hear someone's stomach growling? <laughs> The mainstay of the Alamo diet is corn. Corn can be prepared many ways. It can be boiled, shucked, creamed, or in this case, dried. Corn can also be used to make tortillas. Do we have any Mexican-Americans with us today? Well, buenos dias. Buenos dias. Yes, there are thousands and thousands of uses for corn, all of which I will tell you about right now. Ty Webb, Heavy Longmire, Gustave Mateblanc. Is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second? This is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato, enlighten me. We good? Great. Let's just get a little audio of that dog snoring. Well, Jasper <laughs> snores, man. Let me take my 20-foot microphone cord <laughs> yeah. over here. I'm tied up. Fuck, I can't. Do your Monty Hall walkabout. How great was Let's Make a Deal. So great. Not that Wayne Brady shit, which is nothing wrong with it. I like Wayne Brady. You could but. catch some nice uh, nice ladies in costume on there every now and then, yeah. too. Although my favorite was the ladies running down, come on down on the uh, Price is oh, Right, yeah, and you yeah. would get some jugs. Just it was it was girls jumping on trampoline, nineteen right. seventy style for yeah. me for young. You know, Gustav. Bob didn't mind. Oh. Man, Bob tore up all that. How about uh, was it? What was that one that did the Playboy? They did like a full like special edition that was nothing but her. Uh, yeah, what was Janice? Her yeah, I think it was yeah. Janice. Janice something. Golly. I mean, they were all good, but that one was... Whew. Whew. All right. Had to adjust things. <laughs> yeah. Stuff moving over there. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. You all settled now? No, nah, I'm going to have to leave for a couple minutes. Okay. 30 and, seconds of fury. And we're back. And we're back. Well, this is Can You Hear Me, the podcast where guys talk about uh, hot chicks from the 1970s. And other stuff. And other stuff, too. I'm Gustav Monteblanc. I am Ty Webb. And I am the one and only Heavy Longmire. <laughs> he loves that. Well, that's his favorite part of the show. And you can reach out to us on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we have a Twitter uh, account just for the podcast. That's Can You Hear Me Pod. And then you can find me at Real Gustav. I'm at TyWeb3000. Enjoying that coffee. Oh, it's so good. You can find me at Longmire Heavy. <laughs> the pause. The pregnant pause. I'm going to go in and put like an extra two seconds there. Yeah, you need to drag that out. Well, I was telling you guys that I had Hold on, a... I got to give her an email address. Oh, okay. If you'd like to... Tender? Yeah. Swipe right or left. I'm not sure how that works. Swipe up. Hey, that's innovative. That logs out, I think. <laughs> well, well, do tell. Tell us more. That's what I've heard. Uh, you can email us at canyouhearmepod at gmail.com. You can find us all over social media. Just look for Can You Hear Me Pod. All right, now tell us more. Well, I, I was. Just, hold on. I just had a million dollar idea. Talking about <laughs> sw swapping up, you know, 
you know, you can have mine set to where I can turn my flashlight on from there. Do they make a flashlight attachment for the iPhone? <laughs> you're I, you're asking us like we would know. I, don't I ha- figured Gustav. I don't have know. an iPhone. And do they make a flashlight attachment for smartphones? I think there's something out there for like an iPad that I think IJB is mentioned. I remember Jake saying something about okay. that, some joke. I don't think curious. they have it, but I do know that there's been a I was just curious. a joke about that. Wonder if that void the warranty on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> be a hard explanation when you took it in, especially if that's how the screen cracked. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's wrong with it? You know, <laughs> happens all the time. All right, well, an otter box uh, yeah. attachment, <laughs> otter box, <laughs> beaver box. <laughs> There's your million dollar idea. Yeah, right you're there. really taking this and running with uh. it. Two feet. Well, I was mentioning that I had an argument with one of my brothers in a classic web brother stubborn standoff where and we all, we've all done this we've all dug in on something that we know we're wrong about Gustav has never done by god we're going to dig in on it no matter what can i can i take a quick sidestep to illustrate that feel free i was taking the boys to school one day this week and uh, they'd gotten in the truck already and i get in and we start to back out and i see the door ajar light and the cab lights on I'm like, close your damn door. And they each close their door again, still stays on. And I realize it's my door. But instead of doing that, I get out and go around and shut the passenger door or the, <laughs> the back door. So then when you shut, <laughs> then when yours, I shut mine. <laughs> see, I told you, boys, you left that damn door open. So I wasn't going to be that. And that took me back to a time, and we'll get back to your your brother's story, but th- you'll like this. So when the general got his driver's license, we went out in his mom's minivan. Oh, yeah. I can't remember if it was a Safari or an Astro, but you know the style. Astro, I think it was Astro. About 1990. We had an Astro Hers for a was maroon and white, wasn't it? I can't remember what color hers was. It might have been. Anyway, his mom... With maroon pinstripe. His mom was fastidious. Yes. A stickler for... Neatness. Neatness. Meticulous. We had to take our shoes off before we even stepped in the home. So we're in this minivan driving around just up Cruising to no good. chicks. I think you know the uh, inhabitants that, or the riders in that vehicle, and you know how many chicks were interested. Okay. <laughs> and that is zero. I'm just giving you the opportunity to embellish your story. Well, I'm not embellishing because okay. I, I, you know... I make no bones about how little female attention that I got during uh, high school. So, you know, I'm not going to change that now. The world needs ditch diggers, too. So we get out at some point to do something, and then we load back in, and we, as we're driving, it's in the wintertime, heater's on, and we start to smell dog shit. Oh, no. That's a bad combo with the heater (laughs) on. Yeah. So the general starts yelling at us. Which one of y'all's got dog shit on your shoe? And we're like, you know, everybody's like, not me, not me. And he keeps on yelling at us, you know. And it turns out the general is shit foot. Okay. He's got the dog shit on his foot, on the pedal, on the mat. In his mama's van. In his mama's van. She ain't gonna like that. You know, that was a nice feeling as he dropped us off and headed back to... Try to go clean that shit up. Clean dog I'm sure shit he made up some pedal. kind of story. I'm that sure, yeah. Didn't Good. involve him at fault. A dog stole the van and then he got out of the floorboard and it had diarrhea and worms. And I saved it. Yeah. And it rubbed its ass on the gas pedal. He probably found a dog on the way back and put it in the van. I, I wouldn't put it past him. No way. He was a, uh, he was clever. I'll put it that way. Very much so. All right, I'm sorry. I didn't mean oh, to take no. away from your and Brother Webb's argument. I just had that. Well, we, you know, we all recently went on this spring training trip together. Did you make the team? I'm just going to invite you out to opening day and you can see all for right. yourself. I do have some questions about that. spring training. Opening yeah. day? Okay. About spring training. So we get into this argument wherein he's taking the stance that you don't have to refrigerate mayonnaise after you open it. What? Ooh, bad stance. And I mean, I've tell him just to try it. Yeah, and, we, and we've all eventually got to that because that's how far us web boys will dig in. Okay, because this was we started having the argument. We had bought the mayo 
the day before and we had grilled out. We'd made burgers, you know, and everything. Right. This was the next day and we were going to grill out again. And we went to start fixing our sandwiches and everything. And I said, hey, did y'all put that mayo in the fridge? And he gives it the, no, you don't have to put mayo in the fridge. I was like, A, that couldn't be more wrong. B, as evidence of that, look on the jar of mayo. Does it say refrigerate after opening? And he's like, no, no, that that just means it, it'll stay good longer. It's like, okay, well, you you can enjoy the mayo. I'm going to go for the mustard. So first, my first problem with the story is... Mayonnaise in general. Mayonnaise in general. Mayonnaise is great. I, I am anti-mayonnaise. Real mayo, too. Yeah. I am anti-mayonnaise. Like well, you're anti-America. Yeah, that's fine. And anti-John Cougar Mellencamp. Well, I could take or leave him, but mayo... And anti-trailer park. How am I anti-John Cougar Mellencamp? Well, if you're anti-trailer park, you're automatically anti-John Cougar Mellencamp. I think that's, that's just Middle saying. America. That's that's heartland stuff. Right well, hell, there. we're not from Middle America. We F from, them. We are from Southern America. Well, then you get into, is Texas Southern? Is it Western? Or is it just Texas? or what Southwestern. Is what what is it exactly? Well, it's it's, it's that's own, a whole that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. But there's not a there's nothing wrong with mayo. So Mayo's great. Okay. But mayo left out. I'm I'm passing on that. But it's a perfect example of how, and we all do it. We dig in on something even past when we know that we're wrong, and you just can't give it up. Yeah, you're gonna stick with it. Yeah, I mean, once you're in, you're in. Especially when it's family or significant others and i i tell you what i'll give him credit by god he ate that mayo for the next couple days to get the shits i don't know i didn't watch him that close but that's going like, in the questions montage like get cramps major not any more normal major major intestinal distress nothing like that not that i could tell okay so, so maybe he won maybe he won the argument and you were sharing a single hotel room with your Whoever came up with that idea. Who booked that? I think he did. And so it was you, your dad. And two brothers. And two, two brothers. brothers. And four grown-ass men in a double hotel room, two twin, two beds. Two, Yeah, two double beds. At we, we After night one, we got a rollaway. A rollaway. That still left somebody with... Well, I, I slept on the rollaway, so I didn't care. They could fend for themselves after that. Fuck that shit, man. That is awful. Put the two younger brothers in bed together so dad can have his own bed. No, it didn't even work out that way. In a uh, wonderful twist of irony, the middle brother got the bed to himself. Really? The middle brother, you know, classically gets right. shit on. Came out ahead. He won the day. Uh, that's awful. I, You know, that's unacceptable. I just slept out in the car. You like mayo, right? I love have mayo. You, have you ever, I tell you what's good, and this is going to make Gus gag. But take Fritos and mayonnaise. I haven't tried Fuck. that, but I will. It's good. But uh, just slather you cut a. Uh, That's cut the name a, of this episode: Fritos and mayonnaise. Yeah, cut uh, cut a garden tomato in half, mm-hmm. and then just slather the top of it with mayo okay. and a little salt and pepper. Ooh, already sounds good. Boy, you got yourself a snack. Mm. I'll eat. I'll I'll go out to the garden and get the tomatoes and put a little salt and pepper on it. I'm fine for that. You can keep that mayonnaise shit to yourself. Boy, it looks like a little cupcake there with the icing on it. <laughs> Damn, it's good. That's a redneck cupcake. <laughs> Have you seen the Letter Kenny episode where they're having the uh, birthday party and the argument about the cream cheese icing and, and Wayne throws the cupcake? I've seen the birthday party episode, but I don't remember that. Yeah. Oh, where they're having the party the for, super soft for dairy yeah, yeah yeah okay what we're talking about here is a canadian tv series that cody allen turned us on to called letter kenny and unfortunately i don't think you can get it legally anyway in the united states but if you so want, how are y'all watching it i'm finding it on daily motion daily motions what okay. i've watched it on on uh, the French video website. Is that what that is? I don't even know what the hell that was. Yeah, that's from France. And uh, there's a few of those episodes up. I think some of them have been taken down. I didn't know it was French. There's no way you would have watched it. going to have to quit watching it, I guess. He threw down his freedom fries and walked out. (laughs) But if you haven't seen it, it's it's kind of the... It's got a very Canadian 903 feel. Yes, very much so. And the guy, Jared Kesso, that 
the star and the writer of it, he uh, liked one of our tweets, and I tweeted him back saying, "Hey, I saw that. This is just like us, except our meth heads aren't funny." <laughs> so, um, give that a look if you can find that on Daily Motion. Letter Kenny is the name. If you like us, I think you'll probably like that. It's pretty fucking funny. Yes. So. The clips I've seen are hilarious. It's, it's funny. So, and it's damn near exactly substitute their hockey players with our football players. Yeah, and it's it's damn near exactly like our upbringing. And so I don't, you've seen the clip where the hockey players come up to the produce stand and they yes. got the treasure trail. Yes. Well, I'd let, I haven't let the boys watch a full episode, but the oldest and I have watched that clip with the, um, the hockey players. And in the clip, one of them takes off his shirt to fight like hockey players do. And he has a, well-trimmed treasure trail going up to his belly button <laughs> and they call him out on it. So the other night I'd taken the kid to um, the public pool there in uh, close to where we live. Heavy on the chlorine. And my kid starts elbowing me saying, dad, dad, look at this treasure trail. <laughs> <laughs> the oldest one or the-, the oldest one. Okay. And one of the lifeguard dudes, just like on the fucking show, had a one-inch strip treasure trail that was clearly trimmed. I hope that's a bit. Going up to his belly button. Hairless wow. otherwise. Wow. And I'm like, good eye, first off. You're, learn- you're, you're <laughs> learning go, from son. me. Way to go. But I'm like, is that a thing now? I, do I thought hairless was the thing. That's I what I know. thought. But I, don't, I mean, I, I don't mean, give this, a shit. This looked know. like a fucking sideburn <laughs> <laughs> going down from his belly button into his red... Uh, uh. Lifeguard trunks, and it was a, it was a damn inch wide. Mm. So going, I'm still curious on this mayonnaise thing. Did your dad weigh in on this? He, as he tends to do in these situations when the brothers get going, he kind of he kind of Neville Chamberlain it. Okay, he just, just sort of laid back. <laughs> just going to laid back, and we'll see how this goes. What What about your older brother or the, the older middle brother? The, I'm sorry, the middle brother. Yeah, he just as he tends to do. He just kept quiet and ate some mustard. Right. He wasn't going to weigh yeah, in I, either. I can see out of the three of y'all, you and the youngest one. No, the f- the ones that, the two that go at it the most by far are those two. Oh, really? Oh. Just because they're closer. Well, yeah. yeah, they're closer I mean, in they, age. Yeah. they've yeah. gone at it since they were born, and they still I'm will. just thinking personality-wise, which I hadn't been around your younger brother and since he was a little kid. But yeah, personality-wise, me and the youngest are a lot alike. Yeah. And so, yeah, if we both dig in on it, then we're not going to let it go. Yeah. Well, I had a, a roommate in college there in the dorms where, you know, college students, you got your regular stuff, you know, peanut butter, loaf of bread, got your dorm fridge, jelly, dorm fridge full of beer. Oh, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Natty well, light. He, he kept, he didn't refrigerate the jelly. I was like, dude, you got to put that stuff in the refrigerator, which I didn't notice it till you know, like a week or so later, and he's making him. It's his food, so I don't touch it. Right. You know? He's making himself a sandwich. I was like, dude, you got to put that stuff in the refrigerator. He's like, no, you don't. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, look at the. It says right there on the on the jar. You know, refrigerate at. Or he said, uh, he said it's not in the refrigerated section at the grocery store. I was like, <laughs> because it's not opened yet, you dipshit. I said, look at the label. It says refrigerate after opening. Well, that's just you know recommendation you don't have to do it i'm not eating that shit you know that's you got to refrigerate that stuff yeah you know all right we always had biting his lip wanting to chime in well we always i'm just i'm just um a big player at our house growing up was kool-aid okay was kool-aid a big player at y'all sure tropical Mm -hmm. punch flavor Big black brick cherry. red, brick black, red, black cherry is the best. No, I'm, I'm tropical punch all the all the way. And real sugar, you yes. know, that's the only way you made it. And right. we always kept it on the counter. We never kept it in the refrigerator. We kept it on the counter because it was drank generally. Yeah, it was drank so, so quick that's that right. it didn't matter. But I mean, I I didn't realize till much later that you know it's probably best to refrigerate yeah. that. But it was always just on the counter growing it's up. It's like the Polynesians' grandparents mm-hmm. that live next door. On their kitchen table, there was always a jar of pear preserves, which are good. And I was like, "Man, those things are supposed to, you know, tell them the Polynesians that 
probably should be refrigerated, you know? Yeah. It's like, nah. And, I mean, and around that house, it didn't last yeah, long it, enough. Yeah, there's too to, many. Uh, I mean, there's too many hands mouths, in the jar, yeah. you know, so it probably didn't last past two meals. But So I've never experimented on spoilage with jellies and preserves. Bragging <laughs> on Dodge. <laughs> I feel like he knew that about halfway out of his mouth. <laughs> yes, I did. Now, um, I don't believe in botulism. I have I have done a fair amount of microbiology. In my, <laughs> Double that up. In my lifetime. So my main concern would be spoilage and the rancid nature of, of a high oil and egg yeah. concoction of mayonnaise. So that right. would be... I don't think I think you're probably safe for a day, but I would not just leave the mayonnaise out all the time. Now mustard, I think you could leave out. Oh yeah, yeah, indefinitely acidic enough. Yeah, um, and jams and jellies. The old timers, I you know my great grandparents, the jelly was always on the table, just like the Polynesians. Was yeah. it preserve or jelly? It depended. It, it, depended. it was probably homemade though, wasn't it? Not always, because okay. I would. Go after church. I would ride with my great grandparents to their house. And have my, you a jar of Bama? I would have uh, grape jelly with the Black leftover burns. biscuits. Mm. Blackburns with the handle on the oh, jar. Oh yeah, that's fancy. Yeah. And then I then my grandparents would come get me and take me for lunch. But I would always eat. Always that. adding to the to the drink cup selection. Oh yeah. Yes. Those jars were automatically part of your dinnerware. Right. As were the Cool Whip tubs. Yes. Yeah, that's that's Tupperware. That's right. Three. <laughs> That country crock, country crock, and uh, blue bonnet. That yep. was always yep. another one. Before everything country tastes cock. better with blue bonnet on it. Oh, that was Land of Lakes is where it's Mar- at. Marjorie was a big player. Oh yeah, yeah it was well because by that time people had been told that butter was right, bad, bad for you. So here, here have this, this oil. Try this hydrogenated oil yeah. <laughs> substance. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it was so damn cheap. Yeah, that was the other thing, you know. You yeah, there's nothing better than, tub. than unsalted stick butter, Land of the Lakes butter. Oh, yeah. Ooh, good stuff. Have you tried the spreadable butter now that Land yeah. of the Lakes makes? Yeah. That's what we use now. Yeah. For the, that, I mean, except for cooking, but yeah, that's... That's what we has, use, has too, olive oil the, the olive oil. Yeah, I think it's it. got some olive yeah. oil added for the, to it. Oh, it's good. It fluid. I would, I would be most worried about your, your mayonnaise... And maybe some of your uh, salad dressings. Well, and I mean, especially that blue cheese. Ugh, ugh. Never gonna happen. Never, mm. never gonna happen. If no. y'all don't know what we're talking about, go find that old episode. Ugh. You'll never eat blue cheese again. Was or maybe, or, yeah. or at the Golden Corral either. Maybe either. What's that episode six or seven? Mm, I don't know. It's pretty far back there. Yeah, ugh. we've got a lot of new listeners lately. Thank you. And they are apparently going back and listening to this old ones. And I feel bad when somebody says, hey, I went and listened to episode two. And I'm like, holy shit. I know the sound was sound like recording a tin can or something. But your uh, stories of your first $100 date. Oh, yeah. That, that's been yeah. a favorite for people. That was our second, that was second episode. episode. Was it? Because yeah. we just hit. that was the first one with you. We just hit our year anniversary this last week. Man. We should be better by now. <laughs> I think that's asking a lot. I think that's we'd true. have it down by now. Wasn't the first episode you two talking about the general pencil? Yep. Yes, that's the general getting the carpenter pencil stuck in his mouth. God. That was the first episode. That was a classic, classic moment. So anyway, I, I do want to you know say thanks to our new listeners and you know Absolutely. It's good to uh Welcome aboard. Don't know why the hell you find us intriguing. But glad you do. Yeah. And, and we are pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say earlier? We're better than jerking off to an old episode of Give Me a Break? Is what? that what you said? I don't know what he's talking about. Did you say that? I didn't say that. I must have imagined that. Don't we have some emails from some of our loyal loyal? We do loyal have some emails listeners? from some of our rural royal listeners here. While we're waiting on Brad to show up. Brad ain't coming. R.I.P. Brad. Well, <laughs> easy now. Are you implying that give me a break's playing? <laughs> don't you know? Don't sell that nail car. All short. right. So here's one from one of our longtime listeners, one of the faithful, 
the good Tom. Tom. Tommy. He says, distinguished 903 gentlemen. Well, obviously, he's not speaking to us. We'll, we'll pass it along to those gentlemen. I need a vacation. I'd like to do a solo weekend trip somewhere in Texas. I've been to Austin plenty of times, mm. and Houston doesn't really interest me. Nope. S- sorry, JJ. It is a shithole. Oh, that's my that's my phrasing. Sorry. Tom says, except for hanging with JJ or if the Astro or the Arrows come back. I assume that's a hockey team. I don't know. Because you know, Ginsburg, he's a hockey dude. Do you guys have any suggestions? Love your buns. Yes, I do. Tommy Boy. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Heavy, give your suggestions to Thomas on his Being solo trip. A out of state person or you know originating from yes. Right. Or as I call him a Yankee. It's true. Tom, may I suggest the second, now second largest city in Texas as your vacation destination, San Antonio. San Antonio is more than the Riverwalk. There's tons of stuff to see in San Antonio. It's awesome. If you want to (laughs) see, I'm being paid for this. I feel like you're trolling right now. Are you just going to send him down to San Antonio? I'm, the Cisneros family is paying, <laughs> is paying me to plug San Antonio. No, I love San Antonio. San, San Antonio is cool. San Antonio's motto is "We're we're better than Houston." Yeah. <laughs> to uh, San Antonio's cool San Antonio. Place. When you've already been to Austin, so Tom, you should see the look on Heavy's face because it's like he's trying to convince me and Ty. Yeah, I love working. San Antonio, man. It's, it's awesome for I, Texas history. Yes. Yeah, yeah. it's and great if you want to do a, a history tour. Do the mission tour. Yes, do the mission tour. And, uh, yeah. I mean, go to the Riverwalk because they got some, you know, some good restaurants. Go to the Alamo. Stuff. Take they your usually head ha- off. They usually have some cool. Take uh, a leak. Call Brad. Along the Riverwalk, there's always, you know, you can find some flamenco guitarists playing and stuff like that. It's always pretty cool. You know what my favorite part of the Riverwalk is? The boats. Thinking back to the boats. And Sam Peckinpah's The Getaway. Oh, ben yeah. Johnson sets up the deal with Steve McQueen on the Riverwalk. Yes. Uh, Such a great movie. In what movie? The Getaway. I haven't seen it. <gasps> what? what? I haven't seen it. Oh, man. man. That's, that's going to be filmed in San Antonio? Yeah. Stop watching that's these be comedy specials. No shit. You spent a whole... You spent a whole day watching bullshit comedy, and you could have been watching The Getaway. I mean, it's got McQueen and it's Peckinpah. Ben Johnson, Allie McGraw, Sally Struthers looking hot. Really? Is that when he and Allie McGraw hooked up? Yes. Okay. And that's you know what? What else? What other great movie was filmed in San Antonio? Was shit. It had Dabney Coleman in it. Cheeseburger the movie. Cloak and Dagger. Cloak and Dagger. Oh man, that was (laughs) cheeseburger. Cloak and Dagger. I thought that was the most badass movie when I was a kid. And anything with Dabney Coleman is worth watching. Kids, if you don't know who Dabney Coleman is, you need to start right now. I tell you the place in... um, Tom, go to San Antonio. Where where would you recommend going, Ty? What's your favorite vacation destination in the state of Texas? Well, the place that I want to go the most that I haven't been is Big Ben. Beautiful country. I have not been either, and I do want to go there. That's probably top of my list of places that I... Now, I... I haven't been, but that's not really a weekend trip destination. No. That's no. a long ass. That's a hard. You got to go. You got to go for the week. You gonna spend the weekend getting there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, assuming you're, I don't know, where's the closest place you can fly to? Flying to Alpine. Yeah, and that was where I was about to go just now. Is that I couldn't give a rat's ass for going to a baseball game, but I would like to go see a game there in Alpine at that. See what? There's an there's a uh, independent baseball team in Alpine. And there's an old school stadium. Who the fuck do they play? El Paso? Uh, other tiny little <laughs> ass places, but it's like a mi- minor league. Yeah, team minor or league. Yeah. Who's who are they affiliated with? I think they're like on a, an independent league. I mean, they're, and the Musers when they did their tour of Texas, they went so out when they there. Guys get oh, off yeah. work at the. It's like a wreck at the meat pecking meat right. packing plant. They go down and play. Yeah. Okay. I do like that too. Have y'all ever been to the? Like Marfa, Bernie. I have not. Fredericksburg, anything like that. I've been like to Fredericksburg. Marfa's out by Big Bend. The I Marfa Marf- Lights. No, Marfa's, no, Marfa's out- close to Bernie. Marfa's out in, out no. in, out in Marfa's west. Marfa's due north of Alpine. I thought Marfa was not too far from uh, 
No. From Bernie. Boy, we're going to, I can no. just see like Toledo and Travis just. No, Marfa is. Well, more... I've been, I haven't been to Marfa, but I've been to Bernie and it's really pretty. Yeah. It's hill country. You know? Yeah. It's about 500 miles away, but yeah. Well, hell, make a day of it. <laughs> that is pretty country down there. Yeah. You could go. Take the train. You could go to Paladura Canyon. <sighs> I mean, that's. Pick your season to go. Yeah, you know, there's this hill country would be stuff nice up there. Yeah, you wouldn't want to go in the summer, which I've done because that was my parents' idea of a good vacation. Go to Paladura Canyon in August. Yeah, yeah, oh, heat. Now, the Com- I, the I've Comanches heard... didn't even stay that time of year. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, it's hot out here. <laughs> I've heard Corsicana's nice this time of year. <laughs> go to Cotton Get Gin yourself Museum. a fruit cake. Have you ever heard of a town called Clarksville? <laughs> Clarksville. Yeah. You could just do the 903 tour, just the the, the northern uh, Go to Paris Texas. and see that Eiffel Tower. Right. You can go to Clarksville. They're in Red River County. You can go to the Red River County Museum where they have, I believe, it is a replica of the jail cell that they housed Lead Belly in when he got arrested in Clarksville. Oh, really? In, the greatness D- of Lead Belly. In DeCab. DeCab or Clarksville 1. All right, so Marfa is 372 miles from Bernie. <laughs> okay. So, so you, you were wrong. So I was off 130 miles, basically. Yeah, it's, it's much further than I thought it was. North of Alpine, right? Like, I got to pull up the whole damn map. Now. He also wants you to tell him more about this Alpine baseball team. Yeah, tell me who they play. Oh, yeah, I've got a question about spring training while you're out there in Arizona. Okay. So you sent... It's it's north of Mexico. Yeah. The uh, glad you cleared that up. Is that north of the wall? Just just north of the wall. Okay. So while you were out there, where is it's in? It's in Surprise, Arizona. Surprise, surprise. Hey, how tired of that joke do you think those people get? (sighs) Which I have gathered from over the years on the ticket. They talk about the Citrus League, which is league, and the Cactus League, which is the baseball teams that have. Spring training. There's a bunch. There's about 16, 17 teams that have uh, that practice at each. Some right. are in Arizona. Some are in Florida. But that morning, you sent us a picture of the up tops. Sammy Kershaw. <laughs> Sammy Kershaw. Sammy Kershaw. <laughs> Clayton Kershaw. Clayton Sammy Kershaw. I'm trying to think of a Sammy Kershaw song real quick, and it's I'm coming up blank. Was he the one that sang "Bury Me in a Pine Box"? Is that the king of my double wide trailer? Yeah, queen of my double wide trailer. The queen of my double wide trailer. So, all those teams practice the same field? No, no, no. They all have their own facilities. Except some of them share. Like the Rangers share a facility with the Royals. Like they each have their own fields out there, but they Uh share one complex. Okay, so y'all went to several different, several different complexes. Okay, okay. Yeah, we saw the Giants. We saw the well, we. We saw a see bunch Barry of, Bonds. He wasn't there. We didn't. Uh, we didn't see Willie Stargell either. No. Although he didn't play for the Giants, but that's not important right now. We saw like eight or nine different teams and about four or five different complexes. Okay, all in surprise or no? Most of them were. They're all kind of in different towns right around the okay. Scottsdale Phoenix area. Okay, like surprise is. I mean, it was thirty forty minutes outside of Scottsdale, which is okay. where we stayed. Most of them were. Closer in within how, twenty minutes or so. You how get to far is Scottsdale from Phoenix? Oh, it's about it was fifteen twenty minutes. Okay, so it's They're just right close. outside of Phoenix. Yeah. Okay, this is the worst geography podcast ever. I've never been to Arizona. I was just asking questions. It's my, it sorry. was my first time to go to. Sorry, a lot of pretty mountains. Yeah, <laughs> what they look like? They were very mountainous. That set of mountains that you texted us. Was beautiful. Wasn't that landscape nice? That was wonderful. I'd like to climb those. They're nice this time of year. Were there a lot of mountains? There was enough. Were these man-made mountains or this, some, this natural some landscape? Some looked like natural formations. Some looked like they had been enhanced. They had been some constructed augmented. by man's hand. Right. <laughs> okay. Sometimes man shapes the nature. It is some pretty country out there. All right, Tom. We told you. All right, we got another email here. Just save yourself from San Antonio. It's okay. It's It's okay. It's fine. fine. Go to San Antonio. Report back. Let us. I I enjoy San. Maybe I've just been too many times. Yeah, I mean, there's. But if you haven't done the, where do you want him to go? Like Lufkin or something? Lufkin's not bad. Go to the Lufkin Zoo. Boy, (laughs) that'd be a good place to get shivved. 
All right, we've got one now. First time emailer. Hey. Go, go stay in one of those haunted bed and breakfasts in Jefferson. Oh yeah, go to Jefferson. That's Jefferson's nice. cool. East Texas is. Hop nice. a train. I don't want. To, I don't like the idea of the bed and breakfast. Go to Tyler State Park. It's pretty nice. Dangerfield State Park's nicer. Oh. <laughs> I like to rough it. <laughs> yeah. Now Mark. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if Tom's a camper. Then Tyler State Park might be for him. Okay. <laughs> You might, you know what? You might look. Some of the state parks have cabin rentals. Yeah. So you might go to the Texas Parks and uh, Wildlife website and see if you can find some places like that. I don't know. If you've never been to San Antonio, that's not a bad trip. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. If you've never been. Yeah. And if you watch the getaway beforehand and then you go ride the lame ass boat in the Riverwalk, it'll kind of make you feel cool. I recommend the Mission Trail. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I did that when I was a kid. On foot. (laughs) (laughs) No, we drove. Okay. This is from first-time emailer, one of the hosts of the Tell Tell Me Where to Turn podcast, one Tommy 2.0. Tommy. We're heavy on the Toms. How much of a cash payout would it take for you to allow your lifetime's complete browser history, including every search query you've ever typed, to be published and sold at retail stores nationwide. <laughs> if not money, anything you would allow for it, health, women, etc. Signed, Tommy 2.0 from where to turn. Obviously, What's up with the hypotheticals? They love the hypotheticals I over know. there. You know. Y'all keep that shit on your show. Don't <laughs> tempt us with that. I think my browser history, did it say search history or browser history? Let's see. Nope, complete browsing well, I think, history. I think it's safe to say that you have the most stake in this game. I think my <laughs> my search history would be amusing. You know, like your browser history would just be sad. It'd just be sad. <laughs> be disturbing. Is what you know, be. disturbing. Because yeah. the browser history, you just link from you know, you find first that that preview page there on X Hamster, <laughs> and then you just kind of go down a trail of uh, the next and the next. Then you you know wonder exactly how you got there, right? But search history, I would be, I think that'd be funny. I might record that. My search history. Share that in a little bit. I feel like that if I wasn't able to explain what I do for a living, my search history would be problematic. Yes. I I could definitely (laughs) see that that would be a problem. What about you, Heavy? No comment. (laughs) (laughs) Next. Next. So uh, thank you, Tommy, for your email. And uh, he is again from. Tell me where to turn. So if you want to check those guys out for their own hypotheticals. And start they reading those good hypotheticals. And right. start reading those of, Grego tweets. Yeah, he needs to read those Grego tweets. And speaking of tell me where to turn. Uh-oh. This is from Grin. Grin. This Grin, is from <laughs> Grin. Grin 312. No, it's from Glenn 311. Also, tell me where to turn. So that means uh, Point Break Dave needs to email us and we'll have the full uh, trifecta. So this is a question for the 903 podcasting team. Hey, Grin. If you lost your job within your current line of work slash field of occupation, and it became obvious and apparent that you would not be able to ever get back into that industry again, what would your backup plan be to make a living? I can't help but think he may be pointing a uh, a laser at someone that burned out of a very high-profile career and now tweets a lot of highly inflammatory Hmm. things. I'm sensing the connection there. As an individual with limited hands-on skills who could not feasibly work at an auto shop where you apparently bring in your own tools like clay (laughs) (laughs) or leave clay alone or roundup calves, (laughs) calves, roundup, roundup calves while apparently taking and posting pictures of most of them and building fence on a ranch like Trav or slitting the throats of the leaders of rising communist regimes like heavy, I feel like I would default to getting a job at a health club and getting into personal training or go teach history. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Uh, I mean, anyone with a halfway functioning car can do that, right? (laughs) Oh shit. Signed Glenn three eleven of tell me where to turn. Oh, oh, wow. That was a loaded one. That is a good question. That's levels upon levels upon levels yeah. there. Uh, 
Like an onion. Just layers and layers. What and would layers. I do? Well, I can do a lot of things. Mark? I know. I just do that, you know, just letting you have it. But I'm not licensed to do a lot of those things that I can do. So I'd have to go be like an apprentice, I guess. I don't think they have those anymore. That guy became president. <laughs> what a dad joke. Man, you're on fire tonight. I'd like to see Heavy as the host. Oh, yeah. That'd be the lamest show ever. I don't know. A 903 Lamer apprentice. than this? Nah. Yeah, see? I know what I would do if I had my druthers. I'd build guns. I wouldn't want to be a gunsmith that would, you know, like you bring in your shitty uh, shotgun and I fix. I just want to build guns. Like that guy that had that show on History Channel that from Monroe, Louisiana. Except for. That ended up getting arrested for, for the molesting molest- his daughter. I don't want to do that part. Okay. No. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend that. Uh, that's not what I want to do. I, yeah. I don't watch reality TV unlike you. I, so, do uh, I did like that show, though. But um, I found out the guy was a child molester. That takes a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like ew. Well, you know, way way to really that. take the wind out of the cells. Thanks. Yeah. All right. You want to you want to talk about abortion now or something? No, too? I'm good. You know, I'm good. Anything else? No. So you would build guns. I would build guns, but that would be you already do. Yeah, I mean, I got a question. You could be the next Henry Rifle guy on those commercials. On those commercials. <laughs> I got like a gun that you build, right? Like the. Like if I a gun that I have built, okay, right? Can you legally sell that? That is a without gr- getting. That is a gray area that um, I'm not a lawyer, and I I would not sell any of the guns that I've built, okay, just because that is a gray area, okay. I do not have a an ATF license as a manufacturer, so that's the only safe way that you can sell. Gotcha. But the laws that I've read, and again, I'm not a lawyer, so JJ would have to help out here. I don't, it's, it's unclear. Like if I built one and you said, man, you know, could you sell me that? It would be kind of iffy. Gotcha. Now in Texas, anybody that is legal to buy a firearm can build a firearm for their own use. Right. As long as it falls into the, the very, specific laws about either short-barreled rifles for lengths or short-barreled shotguns. And obviously you can't build a fully automatic weapon. Right. Um, but as long as it's long enough and it's not fully auto, then you can build whatever you want. What is the shotgun barrel length? I believe it's 18 inches for the barrel and overall, or no, I have to look. The barrel has to be 18? The barrel has from, to be 18 from the breech. From the breech. Mm. And okay. I, you know, that gets into a thing where not the forearm, but the not breach. the forearm, but the but the breech. So okay. like, it's very clear on a on an open break shotgun. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, there's no, you know, that has to be 18 there. Um, I think, and again, I'm not a lawyer. I think on a something with a uh, like a semi a receiver, like a semi auto or a pump. I believe it's from the breech of the receiver, front of the breech, the back of the breech, the back of the so. Where the shell, okay, where the shell makes contact with the barrel, where the gotcha. lip of the of the shell, mm-hmm. that is where the measuring okay. starts from. Okay, and then you have to, you said how long? Eighteen inches? eighteen inches for a shotgun. Okay, so you'd have to, and yet for a shotgun, you have to have something to hold on to anyway. So right, you now uh, anything shorter, I think, falls into a. Any other weapon categories, AOW. Like nunchucks. No, not like nunchucks. Throwing no. stars. Or maybe it's destructive device. I can't remember. But anyway, there's a whole set of ATF regulations about shotguns that's separate than rifles. Because mm-hmm. a short barreled rifle, 16 inches is the barrel length there. On a what kind? On, on a rifle, oh, okay. 16 inches is the okay. minimum length. Now, why is a shotgun different? And this is the bullshit of ATF regulations, you know. Oh, don't get him started. Oh, Lord. It's Alex Jones time. Yep. I'm a pioneer. I'm an explorer. I'm a human, and I'm coming. I'm animated. I'm alive. My heart's big. It's got hot blood going through it fast. I like to fight, too. I like to eat. I like to have children. I'm here. I got a life force. This is a human. This is what we look like. This is what we act like.
This is what everybody was like before us. This is what I am. I'm a throwback. I'm here. I've got the fire of human liberty. I'm setting fires everywhere. And humans are turning on everywhere. Anyway, well, where do blowguns fall in? Blowguns are not regulated in the state of Texas, to my knowledge. So you can do, build do whatever it. the hell you want. Do whatever Short you barrel, want. long barrel. And new can you open carry a blowgun? I do not know the answer to that. I want you to start. <laughs> you know, have a sling for it. Just how how Chewbacca tr- sling? How yeah. flea market is the blowgun? Oh, those things were so awesome when we were like. In oh junior yeah, high. oh there was yeah between you that squirrel hunting with a blowgun. Well, <laughs> it sounds now like, we have our title. Yes, and squirrel th- hunting with a blowgun. I think we're also going to see an article in Backwoodsman next month from <laughs> Heavy Longmire. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> written by a Jevy Jongmire. <laughs> How to hunt whitetail with a boomerang. <laughs> All right, so what about you, Heavy? What would you do? Uh, if you had to give up trapping. Man. You might as well put him down if he has to give Boy, up trapping. Be like an old wounded lion just limping away from the be herd. Like, be like a horse out of tech. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it would be fun, which I know it would get old. Like any, I mean, you know, when you're little, you know, you're told, you know, find something you're passionate about. Yes. Do that. Bullshit. Well, I tell you what you're passionate about. Yeah. It's paying your bills. Damn well, straight. Once you start having to do it for a job, it becomes not fun. But I, man, I think it, like when, if I if I ever am able to retire. Boob inspector? Fun to be, to work as a fishing guide. <laughs> you already got guide. the shirt. A fishing guide. <laughs> I think would yeah, be really fun. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. But can Then you, you got to deal with people. That's that's true. that's true, and, and idiot the, people, and the mostly. people that can afford exactly. But it would, uh, but then think about you know, like in fucking August, can you mm, imagine? Yeah, having to go out fishing every freaking day. You know, I don't know. Like one of the guy I graduated high school from, always been a big duck hunter. He's worked a lot of different jobs since out of high school, but about the last yeah. six seven years, he's been a, a duck hunting guide. The last few years during duck season, he's hired on with a company mm-hmm. down towards Katy. Oh, yeah. To go out. I mean, during duck season, he leaves the 903 yep. and goes down to Katy. And for the whole freaking season, down he just there. takes out yeah. hunters. That would get and old, I think, after it's a like, while. Yeah, it's like, shit, man. I mean, yeah, I like doing that, but it kind of yeah. take would, the fun out of it. It would take it out of it. And there's a big difference especially hunting or fishing with somebody that you're not friends with. Yeah. And I know we've all been in some instance with that. And, you know, it's like, eh. Yeah. Well, sometimes you go duck hunting with what you think is your friend, and then they almost blow your head <laughs> off. Sometimes. Sometimes. Well, it's like a guy that my dad worked with for years and years and years. On the side, he made pocket knives. Really nice pocket knives. Fold, folders, you know, he'd sell them for a lot of money and stuff. People, I mean, he could have made a living off of it. Right. He was always like, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to have to depend on that for my job because I enjoy doing it. Right. right. And I don't want that to take away from my enjoyment mm-hmm. of doing it, you know. It's kind of how I am with sex. Yeah. yeah. A lot of folders. A lot of folders. A lot of fantasy <laughs> hockey folders. <laughs> Just giving it away. <laughs> Lord, don't take, take the fun out of don't it. Don't take the fun out of it. Yeah, if you do that, what about you, Ty? Doing that for a job does take the fun out of it. So I've heard. So I've heard. No disrespect. No disrespect. I've actually thought about this before, and I think what I'd like to do is open up a small antique shop <laughs> that specializes in Pinewood Derby cars. Okay. That's nice. Now, they, will these be the kits or finished cars? No, this will be finished cars that I've restored. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I mean, I think, and this probably doesn't answer the question exactly, but I know that when I was a kid and then all the way up through, you finally have to give up the dream, which was probably post high school. My dream job which there was probably a small amount of arrogant time in there to where I thought I could make it happen that quickly went away. But my dream job was always to be on SNL. Really? I just thought that I thought between the writing and the, like the 
frat house, you know, atmosphere and the comedy and everything, that would just be like to get to write and to get to do comedy sketches and all that would have just been the, you know, the most fun yeah. ever. I could, I Biggie mean, would have died of a cocaine overdose. That's right. I would have made it through, you know, half but a season. You would have died happy. That's right. With a needle in my arm. Um, you could have done it. I don't, I don't You're know. You're the funniest. I of used us. to be funny, funnier than I am now, but I don't know if I was ever that quality. But the, but I love, you know, like all of us, I love to try to be funny and comedy. And then I love to write too. So I thought, Heavy and I don't good, try to be funny. That's true. Just, Heavy's just naturally. I'm just me. Funny. Don't but try. I don't know. I mean, don't I try think anything. Maybe uh, <laughs> if I couldn't do the history professor thing, assuming that's taken. Apparently, uh, there's. I mean, you got to shop for best Texas history article for 2017. That's right. I'm going. I, I might take that up just to try to take on Brad. I mean, I think he's vulnerable. No, I think it would. Um, I've always thought it would be fun, but this is one of those things too, to where it sounds like it would be fun, but when you're actually doing it, I don't know how much fun it would be. Would to be would be to be some kind of either like, and these are both kind of in the same sort of category, but like a writer of some kind, or like an, an investigative journalist, right. that kind of thing. Like just like all of us, I think growing up too had a huge like Brett Ship. Nah, more like 60 Minutes Mike kind of Wallace. Stuff. Yeah, like 60 Minutes when we were a kid. To like SNL and 60 Minutes, if I could have combined those in any way, it would have been perfect. I mean, we all had a love of 60 Minutes growing up, right? Absolutely. A love-hate relationship. Explain. Loved the show, but I hated on Sunday evenings oh. hearing that clock. And school it was coming. reminded me that tomorrow morning was school. Yep. Even to this day, when I hear that tick on 60 Minutes, it takes me back to yeah my childhood. It gives thinking, you school anxiety. Shit, gotta go to school tomorrow. Yeah, that. but man, Mike Wallace was... Se- late 70s, goat. early 80s, Mike Wallace was awesome. Because you knew if, if he, he, if if he, he knocked up, on your door, you're that was your ass. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Any of those guys, yeah. You ever see... For our local listeners, if you ever see Brett Ship outside your door, don't oh, fucking open it. No joke. You know, but that uh, I think even with that sixty minutes tie-in and your SNL tie-in, just writing in general, because all the three of us are creative folks, and over the years, I know me and Gustav have toyed around with writing stuff. You did actually some what about fifteen years ago? Some pretty cool stuff. You on this thing of just writing uh, pamphlets. Yes, I have these pamphlets. It was scenes. Yeah, there were scenes. And that's my problem is I think I can write a pretty good description and create this world, but I don't have, inside of me, I don't have a story. Does that make sense? Right. I could populate, I could build the world, and I could populate it with a whole bunch of people, and maybe that's what I need to do, and then just patch it together. Patch it together. But it's almost... I, and I don't know. I'm I'm a geek, okay, and I always listen to right. um, Prairie Home Companion. Mm-hmm. Love it. And I loved the news from Lake Wobegon. If I, I if I did sit down and do that, I think that's what it would be. Yeah, I would just have this town scattershoot. Yeah, of just these little things. But I've tried to make, and me and the general's friend, he and I would swap stuff back, and we'd try to write stuff, and it was about yeah. It's about twelve years ago or so, and we would come up with some good stuff, but we just couldn't make it go anywhere. Yeah, it's like I've I've had this dream of writing screenplays. Right, I yeah. thought that would be really cool. And even in college, I was like, "Well, fuck, how do you even do that? I don't know how to do that." You know, and so I looked up, you know, how to write a screenplay. Yeah, yeah. You, and this is at the dawn of the internet when there's not much on the internet. So Let's you see, you were using uh, Netscape. Li- yeah, using Netscape. Big proponent. So, you know, scour the library and you start looking. I was like, fuck, man, you got to write every goddamn line, they say. <laughs> what happened to improvisation? Can't they come up with some shit on that? Don't the, they I mean, just know what's supposed to happen I mean, here? What's this blocking that I have to add man, in here, that's too? That's a lot of fucking description there. I went down the, that uh, same road one time, too, and tried and wrote out like some, you know, sitcom episode uh-huh. kind of things. Did y'all ever hear the it below takes the so long to do? Yeah. Did y'all hear the below the belt where Brad had the Ryan King? Read, yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you hear that one? 
The which one? The one where uh, Brad had Ryan read his screenplay for his little... Uh, the Omelet King commercial. The Omelet King commercial. Starring Jesus. Yes. I remember <laughs> Ryan's idea about the TV show Downtown. Yes. Did you hear that one? I the don't whole, know the whole cast. Yes. The whole cast is just people with Down syndrome. <laughs> what? Except for, Except for one, one person. guy. And it's like... It, and, and the people with Down syndrome treat him like a... Outsider and treat him like he's, like he's different. Dumb. They're reversing the whip. Yeah, yeah. and uh, downtown. Jay pointed <laughs> out that this is pretty much just the plot of a bunch of Twilight Zone episodes. Yeah. Well, I think um, we should buckle down, put our heads together. Oh, oh we were talking about downtown and work on the uh, work on some kind of uh, can you hear me book or screenplay. Yeah, that ain't happening. Well, uh, if you two want to do that, knock yourselves out. I don't have time with my other duties oh, for the hell. technical director. Part. You know what I've always thought, and me and Mrs. Longmire, just a one act play, maybe dinner play, dinner theater. Let's dinner do that. Theater. Yeah, <laughs> it would be. It would be funny. How fun would it be to write up or to act in one of those mockumentaries? Oh yeah, it'd be great. Me and Mrs. Longmire have said. I mean, even when we were dating. Because we're both not, little role play, no, little not, mockumentary, uh, not the of the typical, or the, just like the three of us, not of the typical nine oh three mentality that we grew up around. You know? Wow. Well, how well I mean, <sighs> we Gus and I see ourselves as men of the people. Exactly. Okay. I'm just saying. This <laughs> okay. Is, this is some elitist uh, left coastism here, right? Elitist liberal. Mm-hmm. Libtard. We've always said it would be hilarious. It would be really good to write a story, characters, people based, characters based on people from our hometown where we grew up, some of the very eccentric out there people. And off air, I'll bring some, in, but it would be, it'd be unbelievable. We grew up with enough characters to fill a show, for sure. It honestly almost reminds me of, uh, what was the Midnight? Hot dog? Midnight. In the Garden of Good and Evil. Oh, yeah. Hot Dog the Movie? Hot Dog the Movie. The uh, That's remember, a great movie. You remember the Kevin Spacey movie with Midnight yeah. in the Garden? Just all those wacky-ass, crazy-ass mm-hmm. characters there in Athens, Georgia. I mean, it was... We grew up with some characters, which I'm sure every small town has them. I mean, they have to. Yeah. I would yeah. think. Yeah, I mean, I, I would put ours up against anybody's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no doubt. Yeah, and if you want to... Get with us in person. We can tell you some stories that we won't put on the air. Well, I guess I think your question was I think mainly you mean just Glenn. No, this was this time. Oh, well, we can cut that then. Oh no, you're right. It's Glenn. I'll I'll fix it because he sent us another email that we got to do next. Okay, so I'll fix all that. <laughs> I think Glenn that your email was mainly just to kick other people in the nuts, which I salute, which we're all for, which is pretty much the whole I'm not. basis of this podcast. It's not nice. As he nods his head. It's not nice. Yeah, what's that motion you're making right now? Raising the roof. <laughs> what does that even mean? It's the dog pound. Remember Arsenio? I remember. Okay. <laughs> I think we're about done with our time here. That's probably good. It's probably good. I feel like we got about five quality minutes out of this show. That's I don't a, even know what the hell we Just like about. sex with us, that's about all you're getting. Five quality minutes. You can do but five you know minutes. what? For that five minutes... Pretty damn good. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. No. <laughs> Three. So if you have ideas of what you would do if you lost your job today and couldn't do your current thing, let us know. Uh, email us at canyouhearmepod at gmail.com. And if you like hypotheticals, check out those jokers that tell me where to turn. I tell you, it'd also be interesting to hear what the crowd would project what they think would be good jobs for Ooh, us three. Oh, I like oh. that. Yes. That's nice. That's a great idea. So, yes, let us know what you think our jobs should be. And we just might end up doing it. It's It could happen. I'm open to ideas. I'm not ruling anything out. I mean, flexible. If this spy stuff doesn't hold up, yeah. what yeah. else am I going to do? I mean, if any one of us calls the other one sometime this week and says, I got to drop all my shit and do something new, none of us are going to be too surprised. Exactly. Well, I guess we'll talk to you later. Adios. Bye.
autumn leaves, and your guys get hungry raking them up. Don't they deserve your best? Then start with creamy, fresh Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. Only real mayonnaise is light and delicate enough to turn even a sandwich into a special treat. And real mayonnaise is the other name for Hellman's. Easy sandwich recipes right on the jar. For your family. Bring out the Hellman's and bring out the best. I'm Mike Wallace. My name is Mike Wallace. I'm Mike Wallace. I'm Mike Wallace. World-class championship wrestling. I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Sally. Good night from Dallas, Texas.